0: free to you. Go to doggyflix.com. D-O-G-G-Y-F-L-I-X.com. You'll recognize me. I'll be the one welcoming you. And once you see how amazing it is, be sure you invite your other dog-loving friends too. D-O-G-G-Y-F-L-I-X.com. Hey everyone. Welcome to Shape My Dog. I am Susan Garrett. I have a question for you. When you get a dog, whether it be a rescue dog or a new puppy, what, what is your expectation of that dog? Like when you see it in your home, what does that look like? So, when you go out and get a new puppy, do you have a, a vision of what that looks like? Now you might say, oh, well, I hope that he doesn't pee in the house and I hope he sleeps through the night. Ideally, he doesn't bite me. What does that look like? A lot of people have their lists of what they don't want their dog to do. I don't want him to jump on my guests, and I don't want him to be too noisy. Ideally, he doesn't like pull on a leash when I walk him and he'll come when I say his name. Yeah, that's I don't want them raiding the garbage or drooling all over when I'm trying to eat my dinner or begging at the table. Yeah. I don't want to see that. So, when I ask people, they start thinking about all the things they don't want. But how do you convey that to a dog when you bring this new rescue dog or puppy into your home? What do you do? you just go, Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I love you already. Oh, you're so cute. You probably put a lot of time and energy researching into what would be the best dog for your home or your family. But then when you got that dog, what then? Like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm signing up for a local class. How do you know the local class is going to give you what you need if you don't really haven't given much thought to what you need? It's like, let's say I hire somebody to join our team. Let's say we're going to hire somebody to help with the podcast here. And we say, Hey, you got the job. Congratulations. Welcome aboard. And um, well, we hope you do a great job and everybody likes you. Good luck. And then day one, the person comes in like an hour late. Day two, you're waiting to see new ideas about the podcast. You haven't seen anything. Day three, you check in, Hey, how's it, how is it going? Yeah. It's going great. Yeah. It's going great. He's, this new person is like watching online porn. Well, he's on the job or she's on the job. I'm not making any kind of, you know, judgment on he or she might be watching porn. And, you know, maybe a week or two goes by and you're like, "Uh, what are you doing for the podcast? Like, and he's, uh, well, Uh, I haven't really given it some thought. Are you going to tell me what you want? You can't blame that person. Now, what if this was the way we brought somebody in to help with our podcast? We say, Hey, welcome to the Dogs That team. We're super happy to have you on board. Let me introduce you to our team's core values. So, you get a little understanding of what's important to us as a member of our team. And you know, uh, I won't go into detail what that it looks like. And then let me introduce you to the standard operating procedures for how we go about making sure the podcast gets produced each and every week. And let me then show you the details of how this podcast has grown in the last six months. I don't know. Have we been out for six months? Let's just say six months. And our goal for you would be to to help grow our audience every month larger than we did last month so that we can help even more dog owners. And if you've got new ideas on how to make the lessons more tangible and usable to our audience, then that would lead to the potential for you maybe even earning a bonus here at DogSat. Do you see how the expectations are clear? But what I've done is I've set milestones. So, this is how you can become a productive part of our team. And this is how you could actually earn bonuses on our team. So, if you have milestones for your dog when they come in, and and what I mean by a milestone is you know when you've achieved it, you celebrate, and then you know you've done something well. And that drives you on to the next milestone. And if you go, Oh, Susan, I just want a dog. I just, you know, as I've mentioned time and time ago, again, you can get a dog and just hope that it works out, but there's a lot of dogs in rescue with, owners who have had that approach, it doesn't always work out. Actually, a lot of the times it doesn't work out, but it can work out if you're very intentional about it. And it's super easy. I break it down into three categories. So, it's what I call the basics. And then there's manners and then there's extras. All right. So, the basics would be, we need a dog that will sleep through the night. We need a dog that won't go to the bathroom in the house. We need a dog that won't bite us. You know, that's pretty basic, isn't it? Like you might add more to your basics than that, but I don't know that um maybe I want to be able to trust my dog loose. So if we're going to add one more, they sleep through the night, they don't go to the bathroom in the house, they don't bite me, and they don't destroy my stuff if I leave them loose in the house. So, like There, we got four biggies, right? Like it's not a big deal. That's the basics. You now a lot of people don't have the basics, right? Their dogs don't have that level. The next categories would be manners. And so, when you get the basics, you celebrate. You have a dog who sleeps through the night. They don't wake you up anymore. Celebrate. And then by celebrating, think about the dog. Hey buddy, wow. Really appreciate that you're not waking us up anymore. Uh, in the middle of the night. And I've got a podcast that will help you if you have a dog that wakes you up in the night. Episode number 26, check it out. And then you go to, now I need a dog that doesn't go to the bathroom in the house anymore. And so then you might mark it on a calendar. Look, we've gone two whole days without the dog going to the bathroom in the house. Oh, we've gone a week. We've gone a month. Let's celebrate. I think we've got this problem licked. And you're going to carry on with your four basics that you're going to celebrate that you've achieved success. Now let's move on to manners. Now manners might be, when I say your name, you give me a response. Like you go, yeah, what? And it doesn't matter if I'm in front of the refrigerator holding a cheese stick or I'm out in the backyard. I get what I call a head whip when I say your name. That's manners. You know how to appropriately greet my guests. That's manners. You you don't muddy up my mother-in-law's, you know, dress. That manners would be you walk calmly on a leash and you know how to chill in the house. So, when I relax, you relax. Like that's just kind of everyday manners that you set as milestones. How do I get my dog to this level? You aren't excessively noisy. So, you're not whining or barking and you don't stare at me and drool when I'm eating my dinner, nor do you try and grab food off the counter or off my plate so those would be manners. You might have some more, and there might be some more that I'm forgetting. Now the extras would be things like teach your dog a trick because maybe your partner or spouse wasn't really keen on getting a dog, but you teach it a couple tricks and wow, that's impressive. And um, it's extras, it's, uh, but th- you could set milestones for that. I would like to teach my dog one trick. How am I going to do that? Break that down. Teaching your dog retrieve. It, you could say that's a trick, but I think it's a life skill. It could be something very functional like every week, My dog Swagger retrieves the newspaper for me because it's delivered at the end of the lane and it's a long way out there. And especially when it's wintertime. So, retrieving, teaching a trick and having something that you guys can engage in, in a form of exercise, those would be extras. And you might keep growing your extras. Maybe it is, I want my dog to catch a Frisbee. And that might lead you to different sports. There's so many different dog sports out there that everyday dog owners can learn to love and enjoy. It gets a great bonding with you and your dog. It gets your dog some exercise, it gets you in a community of like-minded people who love their dogs and love doing things with them. Of course, there's things like agility that I love to do. There's all different kinds of sports. So, those are extras. We've got your basics, your manners, and your, and your extras. Now, if you go to somebody's class, you just mindlessly go through the lessons. But where are they leading you? So, think of your milestones. I want my dog to walk calmly on leash. Well, there's probably some lessons in those local classes that are going to help your dog walk on a loose leash. My point is, what are you doing to intentionally hit these milestones? You only need like a handful of milestones to have a pretty awesome family pet. And the more milestones you add, the deeper that bond develops with you and your dog, and the more that dog blossoms. So, somebody who gets a dog in order to chain them to the backyard and, you know, change their water bowl once a month maybe, they just keep dumping water in that big old bucket and give them, you know, maybe even just open a bag of dog food and stick it in the back of their dog house highly unlikely they're listening to this podcast, but if you are welcome, everyone's welcome here, but there won't be a lot of milestones for that dog. Maybe can you not bark all night because you're keeping up the neighbors. But the more you welcome your dog into your home and into your heart, the more it becomes part of your family, the more milestones you may want to set for your dog. Because that's what allows the dog to be successful. You've showed them how to be successful by setting out those milestones. I need you to tick these boxes together. We're going to tick those boxes because I am responsible for all of your good behavior. And I'm also responsible for all of your naughty behavior. I take that on myself and I'm going to be intentional about ticking the boxes that lead towards you and I celebrating yet again, another amazing milestones. And if you take something like exercise, that actually takes a lot of those other naughty behaviors off the board. So, you have a dog that Um, destroys your furniture, runs off with your remote control or runs off with the sock and won't bring it back. They get into the garbage, things like that. Or they they bark at the window all day when you're, when you're gone. A lot of those things are eliminated when you grow some of the extras. Because if you get a dog who you've engaged their brain and you've given them some exercise, what happens is that dog is mentally and physically exhausted. They tend to relax and chill around the house when you're home or when you're not home. That means you have minimized the opportunities for them to get into trouble. A lot of the times dogs are just have all this extra energy and there's been nothing set up on the calendar for them to achieve. And that's when they get into trouble. But I'm sure if you're listening to shape my Dog, that is not you and your dog. And if it is, then what's your first milestone going to be? what is it going to be one of the basics that you've let slide because you thought it wasn't possible with your dog? If it was, leave me a comment. Let me know what it is. And if I haven't spoken about it, I'm going to do a podcast to help you out. Or maybe it's a manner, some inappropriate behavior that your dog is showing towards somebody in your family or to others or to other dogs. That could be your milestone that you are going to set up. And you can have more than one. I would suggest. You know, maybe have three to five to start. Celebrate even getting part way to one because that mom- momentum is going to lead you to the other. And you will find that a, a milestone like retrieve will minimize things like running off with a toy. So, or running off with a sock or running off with your remote control or your glasses. When you teach a retrieve that goes away. It's funny how that works. That's it for today. Good luck with your milestone. As always, please leave me a comment. I would love to know what you think of the podcast. And if you haven't done so yet, would you do me a favor? Share Shape by Dog with just one family member or friend who has a dog and let them know all the good things that you're learning here. I'll see you next time on Shape by Dog.